You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. Oh, you man. Okay. Okay. You got a date. Okay. Bet. Um, your, your man, uh, your man, Meek Mill. Oh, yeah. Meek Millie? Flamer, Flamers 5 drops on the 21st. So, mixtape. I mean, he said he was going to do nine mixtapes in 11 months or something like that. And here's the first one. You thought I was feeling <laughs> Nah. He he just did a he did a God did freestyle. Okay. That's what I'm hearing. Hold on, let me see if you that, can that would have been interesting like a month and a half ago. <sighs> the right person has to the right person has to do a God did freestyle and it has to be different. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. You gotta approach it, it differently. You gotta approach it differently. Let me see if you can hear this. Hold on. Oh, why isn't it not playing? Okay, hold up. Why isn't this playing? Okay, it's not. How long have I had this program, <laughs> Doc? <laughs> Jesus. Okay, whatever. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on all socials at Armand Wake Up. Y'all know how to spell it. Anyway, more important than that, please follow the official. Just join the Patreon. <laughs> just, just join the Patreon. Listen, you can follow us on social media. You can do all that stuff. All that's great. But really, just join the Patreon. Just pay the five, pay the 10, and connect with us on the Patreon. We just had an amazing pre-show. Uh, we talked about a lot of things, and uh, by we I mean Doc. So of course Doc is here. What's going on, man? Man, I uh, you know I'm I'm a little tired because I was uh, foolishly sitting there around twelve thirty one a.m. refreshing Twitter to try to keep keep up with with politics last night, which is, is stupid. Doesn't mm. matter. Why am I Why am I still doing this? Mm. You think I would have learned? Yeah. No. No, I'm good. I'm good. Everything's good. Um. You know, we got some interesting music to talk about this week, which is always which is always fun in the show. But yeah, like Armand said, you know, if you haven't already checked out the Patreon, just check it out for a month. Whole huge back catalog of exclusive episodes. Our pre-shows are great. We love yeah. everybody who's on our Patreon. Thank you all so much. Yeah. And man, yeah, I don't know. You can follow me on Twitter if you want, but follow the show at CRS Podcast. There you go. That's it. Yeah, we got a we got a pretty we got a pretty big episode. I mean, a lot. It's literally the uh, the Donald Glover pizza meme mm. just walking in and everything is on fire. Um, so between you've got Kanye going crazy, you got Kyrie and all that stuff going crazy. You got, you know, unfortunate what people I'm hearing now are describing as a freak accident, which has resulted in, you know, the the. Um, unmerited loss of life of takeoff yeah, uh, from man. the Migos. And then we also, we got new music. So we got, you know, Big Bang, Aubrey Graham. He's back. He's got a new album. Uh, who else did we say we was reviewing today? I think that's it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got an album with 21 Savage um, called Her Loss. And we're, we're going to talk about a lot of that stuff today. Doc, where do you want to start, man? Speaking I'm, of somebody not... who's getting old and isn't acting like it. You want to talk oh, about Aubrey Graham? Whoa, 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 hey, oh. hey. <laughs> <laughs> Great transition. New Aubrey Graham album. Yeah, it's Aubrey Graham season. Aubrey Graham, well, it was just Aubrey Graham season three months ago. It <laughs> yeah, was uns, you uns, know, Aubrey Graham. That was uns, uns, you know, yep. uh, honestly, never mind. Honestly, never mind. Which, um, you know, we, uh, I think we were mixed, but maybe more towards the positive side on that album. 
Is that fair to yeah, say? We were on the, uh, we were definitely in the minority, but we liked that album way more than most people did. Yeah, because I think Drake kind of felt, maybe you could tell by this album, I think he felt kind of a way about it. Oh, and, for sure. Uh, yeah. oh, and he, uh, you know what he did? He pulled the streets is watching. Streets is, what do you mean by streets is watching? Well, when, when your man, Sean Carter, caught a lot of flack for making shiny suit videos. Mm. He turned around real quick and put out the Streets is Watching movie and soundtrack. Yeah. And didn't put out a single shiny suit thing for a little while. You know what I mean? Like he was, I mean, to a certain degree, you know, he was still doing money in the thing with Jermaine Dupree, whatever. But like, he was like, oh, no. I mean, we talked about it in the show a bunch of times. When we did our Definitive 15 for 97, we talked about this shift where it's like, you know, the firm did it, right? They put out firm biz and they're like, hey, how about phone tap? Mm-hmm. You know? And this is just a time-honored tradition where it's like, oh, I made swung a little too far in that direction. Let's talk about murder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's he's Drake Drake had the the dial in the studio massage and he's just like, let's just turn that up a little bit more. Oh, not a little bit. A lot. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um my, my son literally just texted me about this album right now. <laughs> we gotta get him on the show. We definitely do. Yeah, I uh I, I made him listen to B this week. Oh, proud dad moment. He came back and was like, yo, this album is amazing. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Son. See, man, that could yes, be a whole like side, like episode that we, we kind of record in batches and release whenever we need to, where it's like, we pick an album that your son's never heard, mm-hmm. send it to your son, and then we mm-hmm. have him on to talk about it. Okay. He would love to. I think He's that'd one be fascinating. Us. He's one of us. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. He's one of us. Yeah, he could start doing. I should probably make him start doing like reaction videos on his YouTube. I think oh, cool. he could. Oh, yeah, he could. He could do that. Yeah, he, could, he could body that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he'll be down. He'll be here. Uh, he'll be here in December. He'll be here for two weeks. There you go. And I'm taking that whole time off, so we got, we got some time. Um, but yeah, your man Aubrey Graham is Brett back and has brought uh along with him, uh, Sir Twenty One Savage of Nottingham, the, the Robin to his Batman. Yeah. <laughs> that rhymed. <laughs> um. They're back with a with a full on album. This isn't uh this is not even like a this isn't like a short, you know, eight or ten track. This is like full on sixteen songs. An hour. It's an hour. Yeah, it's a it's like, you know, it's a full record. Yeah, full album. Yep. I it's yep. A, you know, it's kind of a we'll talk we'll, we'll talk about this as we go, but you know, there's um there's a lot of Drake. And there's some 21 Savage. Yeah, for sure. It fi- I'm glad you said that. It definitely feels like Drake guest starring. I was thinking, Savage. right? I was actually thinking to myself, I was like, I was like, is Ghost on Cuban Links more than 21 Savage is on her loss? He absolutely is. It's gotta be close. <laughs> 21 is more Capadonna. Like he's really not on this project yeah. a whole lot. <laughs> he's really not. Yeah. Um, yeah, so coming off of Honestly, honestly never, never mind. mind. Yeah. And also coming off of Certified Lover Boy. Right. Drake, his albums are on a bit of a, um, a downward mm. in terms of the public eye. I think that's right. People did not like CLB. No. People did not. There were two songs on Honestly Nevermind that people liked. They didn't like anything else. Um, and Drake's the album before this? Drake stopped. Uh, was it? Was it Dark Lane? Yeah, Dark Lane, which people didn't people really didn't like, like at that all. Either. But yeah. in the midst of all that, as we discussed in the show before, Drake had a pretty good like run in the middle of there. The stuff just, you know, 
he had scary hour the records of scary hours too he had mm-hmm. uh laugh now cry later he had money, money in the grave he had guest appearances that people like he just yep. didn't actually put it together in an album right right um and so you know he uh he needed to borrow uh some of 21's thuggery and, and some of 21's grit and mm-hmm. and and drake is uh you know it's an interesting collaboration yeah, between them, right? Because yeah. like they're going on tour. Oh, one million percent. This gives Drake has been trying to figure out how to go on tour. This gives him an excuse to go on tour. One hundred percent. And twenty one by sort of agreeing to this partnership, because yep. he's kind of given Drake a little bit of like a you can take my credibility cosign situation. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. But but Drake's giving him a lot of exposure. Absolutely. And when they go on tour, 21's going to play in arenas he's never played in before. Absolutely. And and he's talked about that in interviews with wanting to do major tours and putting the work in to get to that spot. Yeah. This 100% puts him in that spot. Yeah. I'm going. Oh, I'll go to this. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Simply because I have not seen Drake live. Mm. And I like 21. So not album, album aside, regardless of how I feel about it, I'll go see that show. Right. I'll go see this show for sure. There's been an interesting uh, promo campaign for this album. Yeah, they got they got me with that uh, with the tiny desk. <laughs> they got me. Um, the uh, <laughs> the fake SNL one was kind of funny. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan thought, was a little too extra. Uh, you know, he's he's kind of that was intentional because he's you know a, a sad boy representative due to his last relationship ending publicly. No, the Howard Stern one is what got me. Mm. Being a, just growing up as a, again, like just growing up as a kid in the '90s, Howard Stern comes on at 11, 11.30 on E. Yep. Right. I haven't listened to Howard Stern in twenty, 20 years. years. <laughs> Not listening to Howard Stern intentionally, but you know, still, still a part of my uh, my childhood. So that that one got me. Did you see that Vogue is uh, is suing them? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that can't they just claim it's parody, which is what it is. I mean, what they're doing is they're 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 parroting the album release cycle. Yes. So I thought that um, I thought I saw somewhere where like they actually have like magazines. So I don't know if they maybe oh. they just pressed up like a very small run and maybe they just gave them out to friends and family or if it's a thing where, you know, maybe it's a part of a merch drop or, you know, whatever. Yeah, that'll get them know. in trouble. Yeah, that'll get him in trouble. But I, I, I think that they just printed out a limited cop. They printed out limited copies for the rollout, right? Right. Versus right. they're actually being like, yeah, they did colors. What else did they do? They did colors. They did something else. Uh, Tiny Desk, SNL, the Vogue, the fake Vogue. I think that's mostly it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, okay. they've had an, they've had an interesting uh, interesting promo cycle. Um, I kind of feel for. For Steve Lacey, who um, did SNL, and his SNL appearance came out at you know it's it was on TV almost exactly the same time. Mm. And of course, they did this on purpose. That Drake and Twenty One put out their fake SNL uh, mm. performance because that's when it that's when you normally would have seen it on social media anyway. Oh yeah, it was on midnight. Yeah, it, did, yeah. it, it was. It was. I was up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, you know. Uh, they 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 kind of knew what they were doing with trying to like they're like listen like we're like here's all the stops of an album of an album promo process I think the only thing that they didn't like you know they didn't do a fake 
like LA leakers freestyle thing. They didn't do a fake, although that would have been hilarious. Um, flex would have been funny. A but fake, Drake a fake Fle- flex. Yeah, Drake and, or Drake and Flex don't don't get down with each other. So. I mean, that would have made it even funnier. Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> could have did like Clue or something or. Right. Breakfast Club or whatever, right, but right, yeah, right. but like I, they, I think they, LA Leakers would have been a, a, a good medium. Still yeah. accomplishes that, yeah, yeah. For sure. Drake and Twenty One and LA Leakers would be that would be fascinating. Actually, kind of hard. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fascinating. On what beat they pick? Yep, yep, yep. Um, I'm with it. It's funny, like they've kind of taken that lane. They LA really Leakers. have. You know, really? I think what did it for them. I mean, they've had a, they've had a, a, a number of of ones that have gone viral over the years, but I feel like last year it was the one two punch. It was like it was pretty close to one another. It was J Cole when he went on. Yep. And oh man, it was Migos. Oh, they did that yeah, Migos right LA Leakers one. Three. Yep. Is, that is honestly, it was better than two thirds of Culture Three. They skated, yeah. I and went it back was and, an original yeah. beat too. Yep. And and if you've noticed on the Flex freestyles, like a lot, a lot of artists are using original beats. Well, because they want to get it on streaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See if something pops up. Yep. 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 So. Yeah, I think that I, I'm. I think you're right. I think that went up. That went over the top. Um, those two freestyles. Yeah. I forgot about yeah. the Migos one, but the J Cole for sure. That absolutely. J Cole one. I mean, him over still tipping is. <laughs> God, there. You know, it's like you get. I get kind of annoyed at how people like J Cole is a top is top tier artist, but the like the level that people have him on is just like, all right, come on, all right, all right. But he, then there are these moments there are where these you're moments. like, yeah. Yeah. He's up there. He he can be up there, right? I mean, like when he like, and it's interesting, you know. It's funny that I didn't even make this connection until we just started talking about it. What what Drake is doing on her loss is not that dissimilar to I think the turn that J Cole has kind of made, which is to say, mm. J Cole all of a sudden is now rapping about get you know yeah. about his money. About his He's money. rapping mm-hmm. about he he is not the J Cole of 2013. No. Yeah. You know, I'm glad you said that. Drake, what this album made me realize is that like soft, emotional, vulnerable Drake, he hasn't been a while. He hasn't been around for a while. He, Yeah. Not really the same way. Not really the same way. And I wonder, you know, we haven't even talked about the music yet, which I actually think is pretty, pretty interesting and fascinating. We're going to get there. Mm -hmm. Listening to this, I was wondering, I'm like, is this Drake like playing the role? Like basically, did he make an album for the Hoodville crowd, or is this what happens when you've been r- rich and famous throughout your twenties and thirties, mm-hmm. and now you're just kind of like a little sad and bitter about the opposite sex, maybe? You know, <sighs> like how much is real and how much is 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 for show? Yeah, bro. I think um, I think I think you got it because I don't know if you remember. When we did our review of Certified Lover Boy, <clears throat> I said Drake sounds really sad. Yeah. And so if you've been, depending on what kind of sad you are, I don't think he's come out of that sadness, but I think it's transitioned into some anger and bitterness. And <clears throat> some people's anger and bitterness shows up in different ways. Yeah. I think Drake is too self-aware to like get on a record like like Eminem and just start you know, right. And just going off. <laughs> right. I think he's way too self-aware. He's way too image conscious. He's not going to do that. But what you can do is be passive aggressive. You can be petty. 
you can be uh, uh, crass. Yeah. And uh-huh. that is all over this album. And when you have somebody, and I saw a clip because 21 did an interview with academics yep. where 21 was basically like, yeah, Drake would send me records where he was saying stuff. And I would tell him like, yo, I'm with, I'm with the smoke. I'm standing here with yeah, you. He's gassing them up. He's gassing them up. And I, and that reminded me very much, and I don't mean to throw my own stuff in there, but I'm throwing my own stuff in yeah. there. It reminded me very much of Black Jordan's White Sox, mm. where there were some things that were said on those two projects that I probably wouldn't have said anywhere else, but and vice versa. So Taylor's sending me verses, I'm sending him verses, and I'm like, yeah, that's it. Like, go ahead. I got you. Like, let's, let's go. If we're going to go there, let's go there. And that's what this sounds like, you know, where Drake feels safe enough to maybe say some things that he's wanted to say for a while, like the Adidas shot, like, you know, random, random, uh, this is of Serena Williams husband. Man, he really <laughs> caught it just out the, like what? We're going to talk about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So otherwise he, you know, if this was just certified love boy two or a solo Drake album, or even if it was just maybe, you know, would he have done this on a, what a time to be alive part two? Like maybe cause you know, Future is the same kind of of toxic, but yeah. maybe but I, it would have been it would have been like overkill because twenty one's toxic because twenty one on here is saying some stuff too. I, but, I think I think people expect more. A certain segment of the population expects more from Drake. And and my question is why? Because he's always been like this. He has, but he's also the guy who made best I ever had. That was a long time ago. 13 years ago. Sure. He's also the guy who made Make Me Proud. He's the guy like that was there has been years, sure, years ago. There has there has <clears> oh <throat> there has often. He's the guy who made Hotline Bling. Sure. So there's always like this pander to women, but there's a, no? there's at least there's at least like a <sighs> veneer of there's a like, oh, you know, he's a complex like there's a, there's a, there's a, there was always at least a hint of well, there might be this other side. For sure. Because there's no, you know what it is? It's a better way. There's nothing vulnerable. Um, Like he's not vulnerable about women at all. Even though sometimes that vulnerable could be toxic. That vulnerability could be toxic. Well, yeah, I was, I was a record like hours in silence is a little vulnerable, but it's, it's toxic vulnerability. It's like manipulative vulnerability. It's, it's like a series. It's like risky text rap. Right. I'm saying these are things that I'll say at three o'clock in the morning that I wouldn't say at six in the afternoon. There's no, you know, there's no nice for what on this album. You know what I mean? For sure. And you know, here's the other thing. Cause that record is oh, okay, we're just all over the place. I don't know if we're gonna do track by track. I've got you. Oh, I need to go. I know track you by do. Track. I know you do. We we kind of have to because this is a Drake album. But a record like Spin Bout You, right? Yeah. That is the nice for what of the sound. That's the pander, but it's not pandering at all. No, it's not. Lyrically. But, but, but a lot of women like that. <laughs> I'm not going to say all, I'm not saying all, I'm not saying in general, but there's some, when you hear records that women dance to and like you hear the lyrics and it's like, yo, you dancing to this? Like, wait, what? If this was said acapella or if this was a tweet, you'd be offended, you know? So it's, it's a different kind of pander. Sure. It's a different kind of pander. Like, yeah, it's a different kind of pander. Let's talk about the music. Let's do it. Track one, Rich Flex, produced by Vinyls, Tay Keith, Bugs the Beast. Let me just say, the pro- like he's got big production credits all over this project. He's not Couple- messing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. S- some, some that are really surprising. We'll get there. 
you know, the first takeaway from this out, the first takeaway from this song, it feels like they, they could not commit to one idea for the intro. There's like, there's there's four four (laughs) beat switches on this, on this song. There are, um, I feel like Drake can rap on beats like this all day long. For sure. It's so, on a, on a, on like a technical visceral level, it's so effortless. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, yeah. There's yeah, 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 yeah. Cause there's actually some like we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. Yeah. Um, um yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, I think, you know, it, it's interesting. I know people like 21. I like 21. Sometimes 21, you know, he, he has a he has a he has a much simpler pared down style compared to Drake, right? There are moments on this project where I feel like Drake's just like, get out the way, I got this. <laughs> and like the beat switch on Rich Flex, mm-hmm. Drake is skating. Yeah. Ridiculously skating. Mm-hmm. The T, I, I know you love the, the 24's interpolation. You know, fun, fun. I've said, I said it when we did the T.I. versus 50 yeah. Cent verses. I, I've never liked 24's. That, the T.I. flow is, is, is crazy. Yeah, but it, it worked. But it, it works, works so there, well here. here. Yes. yes. Yeah, and then he's doing like the, you know, my house is not a B&B. Like that whole part there, he is, he is in the zone. He's not really saying anything groundbreaking, but he's so in the pocket. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, the first thing I want to say about this song is there are many, there are many um, segments of this album that have gone viral already. <laughs> 21, can you do something for me? Yeah. So that has gone viral for maybe Drake being a little sassy. People are insinuating that it's, uh, it's said, oh, what, what term can I, what term can I use? I mean, people are basically think it's gay, right? Yeah, it's gay. Okay, yeah. there we go. All right, go ahead. And but you know what it reminds me of? What? Like back in the '90s, when people would rap about other people, like my man Doc is in the house. Like, and yeah. that doesn't come off. That doesn't yeah. come off as gay to me. It comes off as like sometimes you're the other guy on the song would like rap in a way that would set you up to rap. I don't know. I don't, I, that felt, it felt like a callback to the nineties for me. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, the second thing I want to say is when Drake comes in and sings yeah. and says, all you need to know, uh-huh. need to watch who you're talking to. Yeah. That sets the tone for the entire, entire album. It sets the tone for the entire album. You're, you're like, okay, Drake's, we see where Drake's mind is at. Mm-hmm. And just can like structurally, you're like, oh, there's gonna be like five parts to some of these songs. Yep. Yep. So baby Keem sure heard baby Keem heard some of these and he was like, oh. <laughs> Somebody's right. been listening. Oh, speaking of, did we talk about the melodic blue? Him re we did. Yeah, we did. yeah, we yeah. Did. We, we did. did. Because we I played did. the I played the uh the Lauren Hill sample. Yeah, 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 Okay. Do you have a do you have a uh a why did they sample this? Um, you know, I do. Well, I, 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 it's more like a, can you believe they sampled this? Sometimes that's good. And sometimes it's bad. We can, we can get there when we get there. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Yeah. Other than that, Rich, but all in all, how do you feel about this song? Do you like it? I like Rich Flex. Okay. I like, I like Drake on these kind of beats. You know, it's funny. Yeah. Like I like the beat switch. Well, the last beat switch that Drake ends up rapping on. You know, it's funny. I, when I play this album, I go straight to major distribution. We're gonna talk major. Oh my! I sk- I I honestly skip Rich Flex and go straight to Major Distribution because Major Distribution is crazy. That beat is ridiculous. 
I need to... Hold on. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry, everybody. <laughs> this beat drop... The, the contradiction between this style and what's about to happen goes totally left. In this mansion, I'm a collie caulking, paid in full, I'm a car fight. No, you're tired. We just did dinner for three hours, lying to me all night. That's ridiculous. That record is hard. So crazy. That record is hard. Yeah. I don't know who Skip on the beat is, but shout out to him for producing that. One of the few, hands, one of the few songs on here with only one producer credit. Mm, okay. Some of these shout, credits, shout some of these credits look like uh, they're they're Kanye esque. Yes, Kanye album. Yep. Um, yeah. But this, oh my goodness! Can you imagine what this is going to sound like live when that drop comes? Yeah, that's going to go crazy. G- get. I'm not. I mean, I won't be in general admission anyway. But oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna be in a pit. <laughs> no sir. <laughs> for for an album where they're for for a tour where they're gonna perform songs like Major Distribution. No. Yeah. No. No thanks. No You're like, thanks. I want a seat with I a cup holder. There. Absolutely, I do. Yep. Because I'm gonna get some. Uh, I don't really eat it. I don't really eat at concerts. I don't. But yeah. Nah. I want an armrest for sure. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, major distribution is hard. I like yeah, this record a lot. It's hard. It's hard. Yep. Drake's skating all over this. Yep. Um, how do you feel about Twenty One on this? I think Twenty One on this on this album is consistently is consistently good. I think sometimes, man, he kind of gets lost. He does. And I don't think it's because he's underperforming. I think it's because Drake, how Drake is approaching these songs conceptually. And content wise is so like jarring compared to what we heard from him for the last couple years. I think Drake fans are like, wow, you know, and 21 is just kind of like, yeah, I'm here too. You know, he has, he has a couple moments where he, where he stands out for sure. But this is not one of those records. Like he's, he's good on here, but Drake is just in a different bag. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's some of these records I think are seem to me, obviously it's like, no, these are just like Drake solo records in some cases mm-hmm. they are, but they're like, no, this is a Drake record. And then it's just like, yeah, like some of this, it's like, okay, I think 21 brought this to the table, but a lot of this, it's like, nah, I think, I think Drake brought this one to the table. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yep. That's okay. a fact. Track three is on BS, uh, produced mm-hmm. by, uh, Oz and some other people. Um, can I, can I give a technical uh, note about this beat? <laughs> okay. Man, mm-hmm. these hi hats and snares are so pitched up mm. that it's like almost jar. Actually, let me just play it real quick. Why not? What they do is they like on bad speakers or on, on, on cheap headphones, they really cut through nicely. But when I listened in the car, I was just like, oh, no. Mm. But it's different. It gets your attention. Um, how do you feel about this song? Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like this record is cool. It's cool. I like the back and forth. Yeah, they do it. They do another back and forth. That's way better than this. <laughs> later <laughs> yes. on. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, like this record, like it's cool. Like it's cool. Like it's it's good, but it's like it's not a this album kinda like in true Drake fashion, as much as I like major distribution, this record kinda like takes a while to get going for me. I, yeah, well I I like Rich Flex, I like major distribution, and I think on BS kind of completes <clears throat> a little like three song sequence at the beginning, right? Okay. Because okay. things switch up a little bit 
with back outside boys to mm-hmm. me. Um, and I think ambient, like if I'm just letting the album play, ambient is fine. Like the back and forth kind of works. Like they got the, they've got good energy. As much sure. as the beat is just kind of like, yeah, I've heard this kind of beat before. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yep. I'm with you. Back outside boys is weird. You know what it is? Have you are you familiar with a are you, are you familiar with a rapper by the name of Yeet? <laughs> this is Y E A T, right? Yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen the name online. Mm-hmm. I've never heard a, a Yeet record. Let me let me let me play a record. Sure. Actually, I'm gonna play the record that my daughter likes. Hold up. This better not. Uh, this better play. It's not gonna play. I already know. Let's see. Can you hear that? No. See, I didn't think so. What's the name of the record? Sorry about that. This is my first introduction to you, and I was like, oh, okay. See me, you're like it's Benny Bunchy. Sorry about that. 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 Yeah, I, I get that. But also, I mean, Back Outside Boys. So, you know who we haven't talked about yet in the context of this album? Even though we- he's he's got five production credits on this album. Mm-hmm. Is Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty. This is back outside boys is a little yachty record. 100%. There's a right. couple of records on here that are yachty records. Yeah, it sounds like one. a yachty record. I mean, he's doing ad libs on it. Mm-hmm. He's doing ad libs. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He's um, been seen hanging out with Drake quite a bit. But I still think, and I think the dude who produced this song also produces for Yeet, I want to say. So back outside boys is produced by Yachty, uh, Des Wright, and somebody else. One of those guys produces for you. I'm almost positive that's mm. something that I read, but you can hear it. You can I hear, hear Yachty. I, I I 100% hear Yachty. I mean, maybe I hear Yeet too. But yeah, I mean, I'll just, I mean, like that kind of like that this synth. Back outside, boys, toting the 70 on the strip. I'm ready to die. Cutting the traction, bed in the corner, bet I make shit glide. Try to bring the drum, tell me he ain't know how we cha cha slide. Poor poor drum, just getting random. Reckless references. That's what I'm saying. Like addressing, addressing very old. Nobody cares. Yeah. I stole your song. (laughs) Do something about it. Crazy. What's amazing is Drake knows that a little, almost a subliminal level. Like that's barely a reference, right? Mm -hmm. Um, He knows that because it's him. The artist is going to hear about it, know about it. Someone will ask that person they'll get over like it'll create this whole little cycle mm-hmm. you know um i just i don't know i feel like he's reckless with these kind of like random shots all over the place on this for project. sure you know what i mean yep. um and i think back outside boys is one of those records i'm not really sure how i feel about this record you know for all you other cats taking shots at jigger you only get half a bar again right. jay he J- drake is uh graduated as valedictorian from the jay-z school of passive aggressive shots that are not really shots right um but to be to be honest about this song like i skip it yeah this ain't this is this is definitely for the youths i think he's definitely going for the youths on some of these records for sure for sure but sometimes they work in this case it doesn't really work for me yeah yeah um (laughs) i mean i think well i can't wait to hear what you think what you how you feel about this record well, oh come on, you well, already know. Yeah, look at me dead in my eyes. This I is know that you know that a nigga produced by Yachty, Forty, Earl on the Beat. BDs, they know not to try. Very famous. I used to sample. Hand out CDs before they would buy. Well, she loved me. 
Because I see people liking this record. That's privileged that record, rappers. That record is hard. No, Sorry. I don't like. I don't like that record at all. Oh man, come on! You already, you know, they they reel me in with the uh, with the Ozzy Brothers sample. You can't, you can't, you can't sample the Ozzy Brothers and it not be great. It's impossible. I don't, I don't really like a week ago. What? What? All right, this concludes. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see you guys at the top of 2023. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I don't like that sample, really, Dang. if I'm being honest. Um, Crazy. Okay. To hear the rest of this week's show, exclusive episodes, and more, subscribe today at patreon.com slash CRS podcast or clockradiospeakers.com.